This is Toronto, and the third annual Toronto Youth Shorts Film Festival is coming up. It will be held on June 19th at Innistown Hall. Now, last year I spoke to Henry Wong. He's the festival director. We were talking about the 2010 edition, and he's back this year to talk about the 2011 edition. Henry, welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be back. Now, uh, last year the festival was four days. This year it's just one. Uh, why the change? Uh, because we had some feedback from some of the participants that... Um, uh, they would like to see everything, and they thought that having it all in one day where they could just take that time off and uh, be able to sit through from like one screening to the end, uh, one after the other would be more convenient for them. So we decided to go with what the masses wanted. We had a second day, though, like uh, earlier, a couple of weeks ago, um, right after our press launch, we had a high school screening as well as a screening for our 24-hour film challenge film. So it's technically two days, but for the general programming itself, it's just one day this time. Mm -hmm. Now we'll get to the T24 project in just a moment, but first I want to ask you, what can we expect to see at this year's festival? Uh, something new at this year's festival, we have uh, a bunch of, um, I guess what you uh, you could call them is like an equivalent to a Midnight Madness program, sort of like uh, what TIFF does with Midnight Madness, or like what other festivals do with like their more um, horror slash thriller type of shorts. Uh, so we have a bunch of stuff that's similar to that category. Uh, we have basically a more it's a screening that's more bleak and dark and deals with more like uh it contains elements from the horror genre or the th uh the thriller genre so that's kind of neat uh that people are sending that type of stuff in this year um we have a lot of documentaries this year as well uh related to different things uh people literally went all over the world and shot some stuff and told stories from all parts of the world and basically put a local perspective onto it. And how long are the films? The films, they're all under 20 minutes. Uh, we have something as short as a minute and a half and up to literally 16 minutes in length. But uh, yeah, so like a wide variety of different things going on at the screenings. Uh, we have four different programs, each with sort of a different theme going on. Uh, we have Borders and Barriers, which is more about um, topical features and sort of like uh, places and how it affects culture, how it affects people socially. Uh, we have a screening that's more about the imagination, how it can w run wild, and sort of the different mental states that people can go through. Uh, like I mentioned, we have that sort of horror midnight madness screening going on, and then the one that finishes off the day will be a tr sort of a more traditional uh, lineup of films that deals with relationships between family and loved ones and the ups and downs of such relationships. And now that you're in the third year and the Youth Shorts Film Festival is, is a little bit more uh, well-known, shall we say, are you getting more submissions? We are. Uh, a lot of other festivals have to extend their deadlines this year just to sort of meet their quota or to get more submissions this year. But luckily, I've been glad to say that uh, we have not had to do that. Uh, we kept our submission deadline and uh, the the entries still came flowing in, and we managed to increase our number of programming this year. Last year, we only programmed 20 official films in our general programming. This year, we programmed 31. Now, you talked about the T24 project. Uh, that is part of the uh, festival, and that took place, that portion of the festival took place on May 24th. Remind us what that is and how it went this year. Uh, so, we basically hold a 24-hour film challenges now for anyone listening who participate in a 24-hour film challenge before. The T24 is very different from uh, what you would normally expect from something like this. Uh, we don't give you a prop, a location, a line of dialogue, et cetera, et cetera, or a genre and whatnot. 
Uh, like we don't give you limitations in that way. What we do is we give you a challenge question that relates to the city somehow and to your own personal experiences and essentially uh, use those personal experiences and the locations that surround us to create a film that's relevant to a Toronto audience. So really the genre and how you go about making said film is completely up to you, whereas with other challenges, uh, I find that um, everyone is sort of limited to what they have to do based on the challenge pack that they have, but we don't do that. So uh, it's complete free reign for the filmmakers to go about making their own uh, works that basically they want to make as opposed to them being forced to make it. So um, like this year, we gave them a question based on the idea of love stories from the city. Now, uh, just scaring that question topic, you may think, oh man, everything's a romantic comedy, but it's not. Uh, people were able to put their own spin into things to interpret what they uh, would like to see from the idea of love stories of the city, and it's not necessarily a romance or a comedy or a rom-com, so to speak, but uh, people have been able, to, uh, they have been able to put their own styles and their own um, ideas into their own interpretations into the topic and come up with some really cool stuff. Uh, we had five films this year. Uh, three of them came back on time within that 24-hour film period, uh, which they will then compete for the jury's prize. And it must be exciting when you give filmmakers that free range. It does, yeah. Like, uh, just one thing I've noticed about ours is that, like, people, I've, I haven't heard any complaints about it, like, uh, so far... Uh, they really like how different it is compared to the other forms of the challenge that pops up throughout the city here and there. Um, and, yeah, not having to shoehorn any sort of weird relic or artifact into your film and not having sort of everyone's... Everyone's film is set by their own goals and their own interpretations and their own ideas rather than basically us saying, oh, you have to use this certain prop, or so to speak, uh, and therefore it has to go a certain way, because a lot of other film challenges, they give not only a prop and a lot of dialogue, whatnot, they give a genre or um, a certain theme they have to go with, like uh, the Toronto Film Challenge does things like uh, the Horror Fall Challenge or something like that, or they say you have, or other challenges will be like, you have to make a musical, which is kind of ridiculous if you think about it, because uh, um, a lot of filmmakers just don't have that background, and forcing them to make that, and then competing for something like Best Film, or whatnot, like it's just kind of weird, especially since everyone has a different challenge pack in the first place. Whereas we give everyone the exact same question, and pretty much everyone uh, makes a film based on their own ideas. So yes, it is really refreshing to see that type of creativity, but at the same time, it's very uh, nerve-wracking because uh, we do get some interesting things where like uh, people don't necessarily hit the mark exactly in terms of uh, producing a quality film, and then you get some stuff where it's like, wow, I can't believe they actually made that in 24 hours. It's incredible. Like, this is something that you would probably expect someone to, want to make in like a month or a year or whatnot, but they made that in 24 hours. It's just the caliber of the quality of the work is just amazing. Now, for those who have never attended Toronto Youth Shorts, what advice would you give them? Uh, come check it out. I mean, it's really cheap uh, to attend. You get to see a lot of stuff that... Uh, is relevant to a local audience. I mean, everything is made literally in your own backyard, pretty much. Uh, all filmmakers are from the GTA, more or less. And uh, it's just, you get to see things that are not really uh, shown normally. I mean, even with other festivals, their local program usually is more of a national program in scope, whereas with us, we focus specifically on Toronto artists, and we're the only festival to do so. And 
the fact that most of the works are not commercial in nature means that people are not making these movies to make money. So they're not using commercial tactics. They're not going about it in a way where they're thinking, oh, I'm going to put this in the storyline because people like it and therefore they'll, they'll make money. Like These are all stories. These, these are literally works of art instead of being products of commercialism because people are making these films based on the fact that uh, they want to tell the story rather than they want to make something that will make money. So come check it out. It's a refreshing, uh, it's a breath of fresh air compared to a lot of the other films that are out in theaters, and uh, I think you'll have a good time. If people would like more information, where can they go? They could go on our website at www.torontoushorts.ca. Our entire programming lineup is on there. They can also buy their tickets in advance for a cheaper price uh, online. So, yeah, they should check out the website and just get more info that way. Henry, thanks so much for taking the time out. All the best. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Take care now. You too. Bye-bye. Henry Wong is the festival director for the Toronto Youth Shorts Film Festival. Again, the third annual Youth Shorts Film Festival will take place on June 19th at Innis Town Hall. For more information, as Henry said, you can go to www.torontoyouthshorts.ca. That's Toronto Youth Shorts, all one word, .ca. That's all for this episode of This is Toronto. Questions and comments can be sent by email. The address is This is Toronto podcast at yahoo.ca. You can also post a comment on the website, this is Toronto podcast.blogspot.com. And don't forget about This is Toronto's Facebook fan page. I'm Eric Rosenheck. Thanks for listening.